All right, guys, what's up, everybody? It's Isaac Signs here on the Pro Football Chase podcast uh, here on this Monday afternoon. Um, and actually, uh, I'm going to be joined by um, J.J. Wilcox, um, who is an NFL safety, who is um, was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, and he's going to join the show with me today to kind of talk about his draft day experience, as well as recapping this past weekend's NFL draft. Um, so I'm excited to have him on, and uh, we're going to see when he can join the podcast and we'll get going on some of these uh, various topics. But um, I hope you're doing well. You know, draft weekend has officially come to an end. I know it was a very long process. You know, there's a lot of excitement. I mean, months and months of anticipation, um, about millions and millions of mock drafts about who's going where and who's going to acquire what. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of makes the, the process really intriguing and entertaining and seeing the fascination of um, what exactly is going on and the suspense part of it. All of it is is really is really entertaining and so it was cool to finally sit down and um see where these players landed you know there was all kinds of of uh surprises right especially at the early portion of um at the early portion of uh of the draft right and so you saw all kinds of different Scenarios play out. Obviously, um, Trevon Walker was the number one overall pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, I think that was pretty expected, even though Aiden Hutchinson was also considered a favorite, you know, to to perhaps go number one overall. But all in all, um, at the end of the day, it's going to take – a few years to really see, all right, which team ended up at. And I now see uh, JJ join me. You're going to have to unmute your mic. There's a little uh, mute option. There you go. What's up, JJ? This is Isaac with the Pro Football Chase Podcast, and we got JJ Wilcox joining us. He's just now um, joining the podcast. So, JJ, what's up, man? I appreciate you uh, joining us. What's going on, Isaac, man? It's a pleasure. I pre- I pre- appreciate it. I appreciate you giving me opportunity and and it, uh, keeping me in mind. I truly appreciate that. Yes, sir. Hey, JJ, well, got to tell you what, man. The reason why I've always uh, had you in mind and I've followed your career, bro, because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. There so, we go. So, uh, <laughs> I, I remember you um, kind of getting that that call in 2013. You were the, the third-round pick, 80th overall mm-hmm. pick out of Georgia Southern, and so it was cool to see um, you get drafted into the league. And so that's a sense why – I wanted to bring you on to kind of share a little bit about your draft experience and, and how things went for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's crazy to actually think that that's been almost nine to 10 years ago. <laughs> I know, man. So time's been flying, but I would say, man, that's probably one of the best times in my life other than my kids and my marriage and everything else. But that time there, man, really um, stuck out to me the most. I got a time, I got a chance to see my mom really, really put forth a smile that 
that her son had officially made it. Uh, my family and friends showed me a lot of love. Um, if you've seen my whole house was full and packed for the opportunity from a small kid, a small kid from Cairo, Georgia, Georgia Southern University getting drafted under the big lights to the big Dallas Cowboys. So that whole experience, man, was, was something that probably one of the best days of my life, to be honest. Man, that's crazy. Now, like, I know the, the Dallas Cowboys, they do um, those um, secret audio phone calls where you can hear, you know, Jerry Jones talking to the to the draft prospect and telling them like, hey, you know, we just turned your card in um, and all that good stuff. So so what was your conversation like when you were selected? Like, was Jerry the first guy on the phone or what or who was it that first made your, your contact on that phone call? Well, yeah, with well, Jerry call, and I, I I back up a little bit even before then, um, a little bit before the day two. Um, I originally uh, thought I was going the second round, that first pick of the second round to Jacksonville. Um, the only reason I say that was because they had worked me out like two or three times, private workouts, came to my school multiple times. And um, and gave great reports to my agent. So I originally thought I was going there. Time flew by. Didn't go there. Time was going by again. You know, Dallas had another pick. They got Gavin Escobar in the second round. And then time flew by again. Mm-hmm. And I knew I spoke briefly with my agent about going to Arizona with Todd Bowles. Um, I know he's always been a fan of mine. He's always been a fan of, of safeties and stuff like that since he played. And we had some connections there. The Honey Badger went there 75th. And at that point, I was over the draft. I was done. I was I was upset because I was, thought I was supposed to go here. And then I didn't go 75th. And at that point, my party was and everything was still going on around the house. Man, I went back to my back room and, and just cried. You know, my mom came back there at the time. She was ill and a little bit of sick at the time. So she came back there. She was like, hey, what's going on? I seen you kind of left the room with a crying and upset. I was like, man, I just don't, I don't understand what's going on here. You know, I'm supposed to be gone. And, 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 and I'm still here on the boards. And she was like, Hey, take a sit back. Cause just be a, it's a blessing to even be this far, you know, coming from a small school, uh, playing defense. I played safety one a year and, and mm-hmm. make a long story short. She was just like, Hey, you know, just enjoy the moment. Either way it goes, you're still going to be, you know, number one in our hearts and, 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 a, and a big time uh, role model around the way. So, like five picks after that is when I got called the eighth pick and to make um and it was good, man. Jerry Jones called me and everything that you see from the videos and everything is exactly how it went down. He called me. He said, Hey JJ, you know, this is Jerry Jones calling from the Dallas Cowboys. We're gonna pull your car here at the eightieth pick. And man, we're looking forward to get you here. And and at that point, man, I couldn't do nothing but cry because I had already been crying wow. already. But it was just a um emotional relief of finally get a chance and opportunity to do something that I was uh, looking forward to. Man, what a moment, bro. Like, I mean, I always uh, interview players, man, on the podcast. And so like, I always love to ask them about their draft journey and especially for you, JJ. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've always held you in, in high regard, bro, because coming from a school like Georgia Southern, you know, you, you had to overcome a lot more than say a power five guy, right? Because when you're a power five guy, you know, the expectation is, oh, yeah, this guy is going to translate um, into the NFL. But when you get smaller school players, there's always mm-hmm. kind of, a, 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 I guess, a reputation that, like, man, these guys, I don't know, man, they're going to have to prove themselves. But that's something right. that you did, you know, right from the jump. You talked about your success, first team All-Southern in 2012. Um, and so making that jump to the Dallas Cowboys as a mm-hmm. premium pick, you know, day two, 
what was it like, like in that transition, man, when you hit the ground running with rookie mini camp and training mm-hmm. camp, like, did you find it difficult to make that transition or um, what was it like for you, that, that experience? It was, it was, it was fun. It was very fun. Like I say, it was a lot of hard work too. Like you say, we do, we do tend to get overlooked as smaller school guys. We have a little bit more extra. There's always a question mark by us just because we're not a power five school. But I think the history have done away with that kind of things because if you're good, you know, they'll find you. So that was a good thing about it. But I knew when I came in, I, I wasn't afraid of hard work. I knew it was going to be an uphill battle. Uh, they had just brought in Will Allen. He was a 10-year vet coming over from Pittsburgh Steelers. They had Churchill. They had just signed. And um, – and I knew that my role coming in, you know, my role was to come in to be a, a depth, you know, but I never thought that my hard work and all the dedication and, you know, Coach Henderson and those guys, those guys molded me, Church, B-Car, uh, Morris Claiborne, a lot of those guys took me underneath their wings and really helped and mold me. So I don't want to take all the credit for it, but I was around around some real true professionals, Sean Lee, John, Jason Witten. All those guys, Tony Romo, Dez Bryant, those guys really helped me and seen something in me that I didn't really see, but they did. They seen a lot of good stuff and talents that I can bring and help this team. And it paid it paid dividends. It did. So like I say, after my third game of the NFL year, I was I was I was a, a full starter. So uh, it just took a lot of hard work, um, a lot of camaraderie, a lot of studying, a lot of um, just coming in every day with your head down, really you know, chipping away at that block. Wow, that's awesome, man. And so you, you were there in Dallas, 2013, 2016. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, mm-hmm. you went on to play with the Bucks, the Steelers, mm-hmm. the Jets, the Colts, the Falcons most recently mm-hmm. um, from 2019 to 2020. Now, JJ, mm-hmm. you made it clear to me, man, uh, over, over text. You're like, hey, I'm still very much looking to play. Prime, bro, you still got some some football ahead of you. So, um, and it's awesome. you've been training. What are you doing? To kind of stay yeah. in shape and ready for the for the next opportunity. Right, right, right. Like I said, yeah, I, mean, I, I still train daily. I still train. I go to a facility over here in um, Atlanta called um, DSA with Lily. She's pretty one of the top trainers around Atlanta and around just the um, whole complex of training in general. So I go there daily, um, at least once or twice a day almost, and, and just still chip, chip, chip away at it because I still have a, a love. I still have a passion. I'm in the best shape of my life. Uh, I've just been sitting back since I had my injury in 2019 and taking my time and, and just putting stuff in order so when that opportunity does present itself again, um, I'll be ready for it. So every day is, is training. I work out. I usually first thing in the morning around about 6 or 7. Um, I work out almost – 12 o'clock in the afternoon, I come home, I run my business. I have a trucking and logistic company business that I run, me and my wife. And um, besides those two and running behind my two boys, you know, that's kind of my lifestyle as of now. I, you know, so I'm very much in, in tip-top shape and looking for opportunities. So if any team that need a veteran, you know, now, later, however, I'll be ready and prepared for it. So that's kind of how a day of my life kind of look as of now. Man, it sounds like you got your hands full, man, being a being a father and having that joy every single day and staying in shape. Um, but, you know, you know better than I, JJ, but you know that the uh, the off-season mandatory workouts are coming up, training camp comes mm-hmm. up at the end of July, and that's when, unfortunately, part of the business, right, there's injuries, and so teams mm-hmm. may be in need of a veteran safety. And so 
Um, I'd imagine that's kind of what you got in the back of your mind, ready to come in Correct. and contribute. Um, and, and what are what are some things that you feel that you can still provide to an NFL organization? Yeah, I bring experience. I done been in um, almost four to five uh, years of um, playoff experience from Pittsburgh to about two years in, in um, Dallas, uh, up in um, – also with the with the Colts, I played in the 2018 in the NFC Divisional when they played against the Colts and the Kansas City Chiefs. So I bring a lot of experience, man, a lot of wisdom. Uh, I'm looking to come in and coach and, and, and be an extra coach, an extra ear, extra teacher on and off the field. I know what it looks like. I've been around professionals. I've been around Hall of Famers. I've been around pro bowlers. So I bring a lot of different stuff. I can come in. I can play different positions, too. Um, I've. I, I, I can play down linebacker. I can play strong safety. I played free a couple of years as well. And I'm not, a, you know, I'm not opposed to even playing linebacker at some time and sub packages as well, too. So I can bring a lot of different things, um, not just a, a, you know, one trick pony that can come in and just play strictly box. I can play free. I can play down linebacker, outside linebacker, too. So I, I just bring a lot of different mixtures as well as the knowledge and experience that's kind of hard to find in the younger guys these days. And I'm, I'm also looking and I know I'm on the back end of my career. So, you know, if I, if I can come in and fill a role as well, special team as well, um, I've been known to do special team all of my year and years too. So well, however I can fill in to help a team get over the hump and get over, get to a championship in the Super Bowl. That's my whole vision and purpose. Now, one thing I remember um, back to, back to your days, man, when you first came out of Georgia Southern, I remember looking when the Cowboys drafted you, and of course, I think that's kind of what a lot of people do um, is like when your team drafts a player, you'll go and YouTube the highlights, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that was said about you, I, I vividly remember when you were drafted, it was like, man, this kid, J.J. Wilcox, he will lay the boom on you. <laughs> like he, he will drop the hammer. Um, and so they showed, I remember showing some of your clips like on ESPN when you were drafted. And then I went to go watch some YouTube clips of your uh, Georgia Southern days. And I was like, man, this guy is rocking people, you know, <laughs> nasty. And then you carried that into the pros. And so, like, I've always uh, wanted to tell you, and it's cool that you're able to join. And I'm actually talking to you now, but I've always felt like telling you, man, man dude, like, I don't know how you as a human torpedo, like <laughs> how, how your body, you know, you've been able to, to hold up, you know, with right. all those collisions over the middle. So, like, are you feeling that contact as 31 mm-hmm. years old? Or, like, how are you feeling after just being that type of physical um, safety? Oh, I appreciate that, man. I do. Um, I take pride in it. I take pride in, you know, being my – that's one of my strengths that I had was uh, yeah, being a human torpedo, human missile is literally what I used to call myself. And it just comes with taking care of your body, man. I was, you know, I was blessed, very, very blessed to not have any serious injuries, a lot of concussions, none of that stuff. So I've been very blessed. And that's why I can't really complain about it. But just taking care of my body, man. I, I was the one that was the first ones in, last one to leave, even at an early career. Uh, you guys, a lot of my teammates, I stayed in, you know, icing and doing different stuff because it, it does come with a price and wear it tear your body. And I do tend to feel it at times. But, you know, a lot more times when it's cold and rainy and a lot of different things like that, it just come wear and tear over your body. But I've been very blessed and fortunate uh, to be, you know, to be in a good hands as far as taking care of my body, diets and everything like that. Because diet as well is huge as taking care of anti-inflammatories and taking care of some of the soreness too as well. So I'll just say it's a combination of, you know, just taking care of my body, um, 
eating right and and um and yeah just paying attention to those details nice nice well let's go ahead and uh transition i mean i don't know how much of the draft you watched this past weekend i was in las vegas and you saw a lot of uh young players you know that they get that that dream phone call they're mm-hmm. finally their dreams are realized and they're in the NFL and um, the Jacksonville Jaguars obviously started things off at number one overall with Trevon Walker out of Georgia. Um, they opted to go with him over Aiden Hutchinson. So, like, what what are some uh, some thoughts that you had? You know, maybe on some some players that were taken. Um, do you have any you know specific thoughts or ideas about what what mm-hmm. certain teams did this past weekend? I thought it was overall good draft. It was my first time really sitting down and completely watching the you know, from the beginning to the end. And I think those teams, and I'm excited. First of all, I want to congratulate those guys because that is a lifetime moment that nobody can ever take away from you. That is history being made. So congratulations to the ones that were drafted and undrafted as well. And even the ones that did it, you know, it's still an opportunity out there. And it's just a blessing to even be in a, you know, in a small type percentile to even make it to this league. So uh, that's one thing for sure. And um, one that stuck out to me was a guy that's really in my backyard that was – he graduated with my sister, Damian Pierce, from Florida, the running back. He was mm-hmm. from uh, – he's, he's a good – I think he was a good hitting gym. Not only that, he's from my area, South Georgia. And um, I'm, I'm excited for him. He was a, a monster coming out of Bainbridge and even a monster in Florida. So I'm excited to see great things for him and, and see what the future looks like. He has a very bright future. And I think um, overall, I was impressed by the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles and their draft picks and everything that they had going on this uh, this NFL draft from the big guy from Jordan Davis from Georgia to the linebacker Dean and even from the uh, the, the crazy uh, trade with A.J. Brown. You know, yeah. I think that's going to be some key pieces. And I think, you know, Eagles went in and knew exactly the gender, what they was getting done and. And um, that was one that stuck out to me. That was one of the two things that stuck out to me from this weekend. Man, bro, I'm with you on the Eagles, too. And it, and it kind of pains me to say that, right? Because the Eagles, no. bro, I mean, you know, who likes the Eagles? You know what I'm saying? But, right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I had to give it to them. They were aggressive. You know, they went up, traded up, got Jordan Davis, um, uh, a big physical nose tackle that's going to be dominant for many years. And then, of course, it was that that mind blowing trade for AJ Brown, right? I mean, you don't you don't expect uh, players of his caliber to be traded, and I feel like this offseason, right. I mean, we've had so many like surprising trades. You know, Russell Wilson, you know, right. being moved, and it's it's just kind of been like, man, like I can't, you kind of don't want to believe it, but um, the Eagles did really um, pull the trigger on a lot of big opportunities. Now, I do want to ask and pick your brain a little bit about, mm-hmm. about what you think the Dallas Cowboys um, did going after Tyler Smith, the uh, offensive tackle from Tulsa with the 24th overall pick, and then uh, going with Sam Williams, uh, round two out of Ole Miss, and then Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama in round three, the receiver. So what, what are your thoughts on, on what they did in, on draft weekend? I think they did good as well. I think Dallas, they came in, like I said, they didn't go in and wow anybody because they knew what they had. And like I said, Dallas is not a bad team. Um, shout out to Dallas as well because they put my my draft video up on their page, and I truly appreciate that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I think Dallas did a great job, man. I think that tackle, 
Um, like I say, it's a lot of stuff that he has a lot of upside, and I'm excited to see. Will McClay does a good job with those with those picks and, and helping out with the scouting department at the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, and so I think and then I don't know much about Kamara. Who sent you? Hello. Hello. Might have got a little interruption, but um, but I just piggyback on with um, <clears throat> Dallas, the draft picks. But I think Dallas overall they did a good job, man. I think that tackle is going to be good. I think that tight.